0: pain.tv Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. This is episode 153, part 6, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Maggie and I... I'm going to be taking Willie G for a short hike today for our lunch break. Um, It's been difficult because we we went to the Y all the time together, the YMCA, while she was pregnant. And we were doing a lot of water exercises. It got more difficult for her to get on the treadmill and stuff. So we would do the water exercises I talked about on the show. And we would go uh, four or five times a week. And now with Willie, we were able to go a couple times while her mom was here, but it's becoming difficult. So she tried to go out uh, the other day, and you know, she's just thinking about Willie. I think about Willie all the time. So I said, well, if we're not going to do that right now, because we can't really get Willie in the water until he's six months old, and they have a uh, baby swimming class we're going to be bringing him to. So I said, well, let's... Uh, Let's maybe start going on some more hikes because Maggie loves to hike. And we are lucky to have, you know, they're not huge, but some mountains around here and hiking trails and stuff. So we're going to take Willie G on a lunchtime hiking adventure uh, as soon as I wrap up this show today, folks. It should be fun. All right. I've got the VOA article up, voanews.com. So here's what the CIA wants you to know. This is written February 2020 by dora mccore uh here's what the internet act here's where the internet actually lives and this is a good bridge uh into the videos we're going to watch and me showing you uh where all the data centers are around the world and how that works it says here have you ever stored something in the cloud and wondered where that data goes You might be surprised to learn it's in a quiet residential community located about 30 miles outside the capital city of Washington, where people jog or walk their dogs around human-made lakes, children's teams practice on soccer fields, and teens play pickup basketball on community courts. And, and this is important, folks, Is all the data that we're contributing to help build the technocracy, all the data being used against us, you know, you want to understand how this system actually works, especially if you're going to try to avoid it or if you're going to try to exit the system. I mean, if you don't interact with this technology, you can really back yourself out of this. Uh, it goes on to say, the majority of the world's internet traffic passes through the town of Ashburn in Loudoun County, Virginia, home to one of the world's major internet exchanges. Quote, it's amazing when you think about the amount of fiber that's in the ground, end quote, says Buddy Riser, Executive Director of Economic Development for Loudoun County. Quote, both sides of the road pretty much have fiber troughs in them. And now we're putting some fiber in the middle of the roads as well. We want to continue to build on that fiber network, end quote. So they've got a picture here. It says Amazon Data Center across the street from a residential community in the town of Ashburn in Loudoun County, Virginia. Remember, folks, they need a place to store all the data, right? It says 70% of the world's internet traffic passes through all of that fiber. That's why Ashburn is known as Data Center Alley. The Silicon Valley of the East, the cloud capital of the world, pretty much any email sent or received anywhere around the globe comes through this town. If you've got something stored in the cloud, it's probably in one of the 100 plus data centers located in Loudoun County. Quote, a lot of people, they think about the cloud and their eyes go up. Well, it's not really up, end quote, Riser says, quote, the cloud is based somewhere And by and large, the cloud has been based in Loudoun County, Virginia, in the data centers, the 18 million square feet of data centers that we have on the ground here. So, look at this piece of information we get, right? Loudoun County, 18 million square feet of data centers back in 2020. Again, now this is written... What did we say, folks? February 2020, right around the time that COVID-land, the high school theater production, is kicking off. It says it all started when America Online moved to Ashburn back in the 1990s. AOL brought fiber and power infrastructure with it. MAE East, one of the world's first internet exchanges, moved to Loudoun in the late 90s after first forming in 1992 now we'd have to go back and do research into america online and do research into mae east probably find all this stuff created by the government obviously we know that the internet was uh there's a photo here america online headquarters in ashburn virginia photographed on july 18 2022 It says, quote, it was a couple guys who got together over some beers and decided that they were going to allow one another to pass traffic back and forth across the different networks that they've been creating, end quote, says John Day, vice president of sales and leasing for Sabe data centers. Yeah, right. If anyone believes that story, I have uh, a bridge to the fourth industrial revolution to sell you. (laughs) Other companies followed. Each new addition contributing to the creation of the most dense fiber network anywhere in the world. Tech titans like Amazon and Google now have a presence in Loudoun. Northern Virginia's appeal includes reasonably priced land, low cost but dependable electricity, access to water to help cool the equipment, and a skilled, educated population. All right, Now, how many people do this? I mean, did you know that Loudoun County, Virginia was uh, this central hub here for cloud computing in the United States? Most people did not know that. Don't tell me you did. If you did, you're lying, folks. You're lying. It goes on to say, today the internet is basically housed in the data centers located in the Washington area suburb, which is the biggest data center market in the world quote, the internet itself is really comprised of these peering points that are housed inside data centers. So without data centers, you wouldn't really have the internet, end quote, which is true. This is what I've been telling you. Day says, quote, the infrastructure that powers the internet wouldn't be around if it weren't for the data centers that it lives in, end quote. We're going to take a look at some videos I have Um, going back to, uh, well, we have one from a year ago, going back seven years, going back eight years, because I want to show you the progression of data centers. It says companies want their information technology infrastructure close to those peering points. So they often turn to third parties like Sabi data centers to host them. Sabi's client list is confidential, but it includes one of the five biggest cloud providers in the world and now there's a photo here it says data centers such as this savvy facility in ashburn virginia use vast amounts of electricity to power the internet so what we're going to do folks in Loudoun county in ashburn we're going to see if wide awake jim can pull some data for us on electricity usage there Uh, it goes on to say data centers provide power cooling and connectivity Backup generators ensure the power never runs out. The buildings themselves are hardened and have cooling capabilities that allow for the release of waste heat generated by the IT equipment. The data centers ensure the computer applications used by their clients are up and running around the clock, whether it's a bank, insurance company, or e-commerce website. Quote, they want to ensure that all of their customers, wherever they are, can get to it through the Internet, end quote, Day says. Security is tight. There's a lot of privileged information to protect with nondescript exteriors. Data centers aren't flashy, but they are quietly raking in the bucks for the Virginia County, which expects to take in $320 million in local tax revenue from data centers this year. "Quote: A single-family home is not a money maker for a community like ours." End quote. Riser says, "Quote: For every dollar they take in services, we don't get the corresponding amount of money back." data centers for every dollar we spend on them, we get about $15 back, which is a great return on our investment, end quote. So damn you people, you can't live here. This town that we run, our government, is here to serve the data centers. We are the city of the cloud. Goes on to say, Riser expects the data center business to keep booming in his county and elsewhere. Across the United States, internet technology infrastructure is not expected to catch up with demand until sometime late. In the 2020s, again, this is written in February 2020, COVID kicks off, internet usage goes up, cloud services go up, the amount of data being processed and created goes up, it all goes up under COVID land, the high school theater production, this is written before that, so we know the industry continues to boom. All right, so we're breaking this down for you so you have a solid understanding of how this internet works. This is the technocracy. This is the metaverse. This is Web3. We're breaking it down. We're about to move in to the data centers and how they actually operate, folks. And then we're going to move over into chat GPT and really show you how that works, what I call advanced search. Rather than artificial intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. Hey, just a quick side note here. So we've got in 2021, Natural gas accounted for 57% of Virginia's total electricity net generation. All right, so almost 60% of the electricity was created using fossil fuels. Uh, Actually, let's see, they have coal too. Coal was four. Yeah, so it puts us over 60% of Virginia's uh, electricity came from natural gas. So 60% of those... um, Data centers are being powered by uh, fossil fuels, folks. Uh, As uh, Wide Awake Jim has showed us time and time again, uh, it's a total scam operation. Uh, So, the technocrats that want us to be good little uh, non polluters are forcing us into a system, corralling us into a system, walking us into the system of technocratic smart planet technology that is a massive polluter, at least in their definition of polluting. Let's look at this, and then what we're gonna do tomorrow, we're gonna start with the videos of the data centers, and then I'm gonna walk you through all of these major companies and how many data centers they have. We're gonna start to figure this out, folks. We're gonna start to figure out if they really can store all this data. Where are they gonna store it? How are they gonna power it? How are they gonna access it? How are they gonna process it? How are they gonna use it against us? Uh, we're going to figure all that out as we look at ChatGPT. Uh, this is a website here, tmforum.org. It says uh, this is from December 2021. All right, so this is uh, what? A year and nine months after COVID says six companies dominate network traffic as speed and access grows. In 2021, Google, Facebook, Netflix, Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple generated nearly 57% of global traffic. Uh, Telcos are investing in 5G to support them. And I just want to look at this because I think it's a good bridge to move into the data centers. This is what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to get right into the data centers. It says in 2021, just six companies... Google, Facebook, Netflix, Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple, all right? And as you folks know, um, Trump actually called Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon MAGA. He actually said they are MAGA. Uh, They generated nearly 57% of global network traffic, according to research by Sandvine, a network monitoring company. And so we have a chart here with these companies going down the chart brands Google, Facebook, Netflix, Apple Amazon, Microsoft and then in 2019, 2021 so 2019 they made up a total of 43% of internet traffic, 2021 57% and I didn't look to see what the numbers are now but it says as Samir Marhawa or Marwaha Sandvines Chief Strategy Officer notes in a blog Telco's Uh, telecommunication companies, are investing heavily in the fixed and mobile networks, 5G trials and licenses that ensure the quality of experience which Internet companies rely on. He cites figures from Reuters which claim investments in Europe's telco sector rose to 52.5 billion euros. That's almost 60 billion U.S. dollars in 2020, a six-year high. This is what we talked about. So they use COVID land, the high school theater production, as a test. And this is when they figured out, all right, if we have everyone home operating out of their prison cells, their little home prison pods, we're going to need to up our game on bandwidth here. So they started installing the smart poles and the 5G replicators everywhere. So there's recent data from the Global Mobile Suppliers Association. And regulators, including Ofcom in the UK, demonstrate how that spend is translating into increased network speeds and coverage. It says in December 2021, the GSA, that is the uh, global mobile suppliers, identified 481 operators in 144 countries or territories that are investing in 5G, up from 412 operators at the end of 2020. In addition, a total of 98 operators are investing in 5G standalone, that's 5GSA, for public networks with 47 operators known to be actively deploying the technology. So what does this show you? They're building the technocracy. I mean, there is no denying that they're building it. Is it a giant graft? Does the technology not work? Why doesn't it seem to be as good as we're told it's going to be? Maybe they haven't turned it all on yet. I don't know. I've talked to Wide Awake Jim about this, Marie Albanese about this. You know, I'm torn at this point. Because we don't see the technology operating the way it should be if we're going to live in a technocracy. But then again, I do believe that they're building a technocratic prison planet around us. We just aren't getting access To the good technology, you know, or the fast, if you're into technology, the faster technology. They're building the prison planet around us with the promise of all these great things. But in the end, we're not going to get access to the great things. We're just going to be locked inside of an electronic prison. It says the GSA also reported that 81 operators are marketing residential or business 5G fixed wireless access, FWA, broadband services up from 44 a year ago. So they went to 81 operators from 44 operators. It says, uh, Ofcom, meanwhile, in its 2021 annual report, estimates there are approximately 6,500 mobile sites providing 5G coverage across the UK, up from 3,000 in 2020. And that is possible to access 5G from at least one operator outside 42 to 57% of UK premises. Now, this article comes out of the uk totally fine because if you look up uh stuff in the u.s i just couldn't find an article that combined all this the way that this did the numbers are the same they're just more here because our population is bigger and our geography is bigger it goes on to say there is also considerable investment in fiber to the home both in the uk and in the european union More than 8 million, 28% of UK homes now have access to full fiber connections. According to Ofcom, a rise of 3 million compared to a year ago, making it the largest year-on-year increase in full fiber coverage the regulator has seen. The UK government has set a target of at least 85% gigabit coverage by 2025, 85% 85% coverage by 2025 and has committed $5 billion in investment as the UK gigabit program with at least $1.2 billion available by 2025. In the European Union, meanwhile, gigabit connectivity covered 59% of EU homes in 2020, up from 50% a year earlier, helped by growth in fiber, to the premises, FTTP. In addition, 87% of EU uh, EU homes in 2020 were covered by access technologies that can deliver download speeds of at least 30 megabits per second. You see what's happening? And this isn't to deliver you better Netflix, folks. They're connecting everything up, and when they're talking about this growth here in the EU, that's bringing all of the fiber, all of the internet speed, all the bandwidth they need into the villages to create what's going to be the smart villages you see that they are building the infrastructure it goes on to say the question for communication service providers csps as they enter 2022 is how they can profit from their heavy investment in networks and changes in business models technology and competition TM Forum analyzed the question in its recent report mapping a path to revenue growth, which included an examination of opportunities in the business-to-business market that could help lift flat revenues, right? So they're trying to figure out how they're going to make money on this. In Europe, CSPs have also been turning to governments to help alleviate the weight of future infrastructure investments, including a call for funding and tax incentives to CSPs developing Open RAN. Now, we know here in the united states they're funding a lot of this through the opportunity zone funds because those are being used to build up physical infrastructure and then also the digital infrastructure all the smart city technology it's all coming together and uh, i would imagine they're doing similar stuff in in europe i haven't dug into that myself it says worldwide however not every would-be communication service user is equal The ITU estimates 37% of the world's population, or 2.9 billion people, have still never used the Internet. Now, we know they claim that roughly two-thirds of the world population is connected to the Internet. And what was it, 50%, uh, close to 50% of those are connected up to the cloud. They have to get that up to 100%. Now, the question I have... Uh, let's finish this but even in developing countries internet penetration climbed more than 13 percent since 2019 and by 20 percent in the 46 un-designated least developed countries all right so it's growing i told you the whole idea is inclusion they're going to bring it to everyone the question that i have is as they're they're building this and they're growing this and i don't believe there's Private sector innovation on technologies that just happens, like someone doesn't just come up with 6G or 7G or 10G tomorrow and then it happens. This is all being orchestrated uh, at the top. At what point do they make a decision? Because I don't believe these companies actually really compete with each other. Uh, I believe they're all part of a system a technocratic system at what point do they stop quote-unquote innovation and they're just going to try to catch up with installing all the technology they need to finish out the prison planet so they go okay this is it stop innovating we've got 12 years to finish putting all the smart poles bringing all the 5g connecting everything together um, having all the smart cities and, and smart villages in place. Because if people keep innovating and, and they get halfway done and they go, well, 6G is better, then they have to stop and catch up to the 6G and the 7G and they won't have everything wired the way they need it wired to flip the switch on the technocratic prison planet. That's kind of what I'm thinking here. All right. Is there going to be a point in which they stop and they just finish the job? This is like someone who wants to build a big, beautiful mansion. And every single time they get a quarter way done with building the mansion – there's a contractor working on the job. Let's say the guy finishes the roof, and now you've got a guy in the house working on the bathroom, and now the guy starts on the flooring, and the guy who did the roof is like, oh, there's a new roof, a new technology. He starts ripping off that roof, wants to put in a new roof, and then by the time that cycles, the guy inside the bathroom is like, oh, these tiles are good. Let's do heated tiles, and he starts changing the tiles. Before you know it, it's just endless Endless, 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 endless running on a treadmill. And then the house is never actually finished. It's never constructed. No one can ever move into it. So, at what point are they trying to bring this prison planet to fruition? What's it going to look like? What's the final form so that they can walk everyone into it? Uh, Otherwise, what's going to happen is technology continues to grow exponentially. They keep putting this stuff into place, it never actually gets finished. And that means we are just going to live in a constant state of uncertainty you never know what's coming when is cbdc coming oh cbdc comes and then tomorrow cbdc is old technology and then you got to put in the microchip and then the microchip in the hand isn't good enough you got to put the head chip in and then the brain chip and then this chip and that chip is there an end goal or does it just just keep moving Like a hamster wheel. All right, ladies and gentlemen, think about that. I'm going on a hike. I'm going to connect with nature, with my wife, and my son. Leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. You folks have been doing it. Apple keeps taking them away. So please, five-star review and a comment. Join us at pain.tv slash gold for less than $9 a month, or join the Hotwire if you want Mike Moore's highest level of intelligence. And also... Think about dropping us a donation. It really does help. It goes a long way. I've got to buy some new equipment. i got to save up for the homestead. Donorbox.org slash Dustin Gold Show. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. I will see you tomorrow for episode 154 right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. more listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.